Welcome to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. Your host is Jose Negron. We take the guesswork out of technological jargon so that you know what's next, why it's great or not so great, and how you can benefit from it by learning about it early. Now, here is Jose Negron. Welcome, everybody. This is your host, Jose Negron, on voiceamerica.com on the Variety Channel. And we're hosting the Lead Technology Show T3 today, tomorrow's technologies, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or noon East Coast time. You can also catch us on Monday uh, morning and evening, Tuesday uh, morning and evening, and Wednesday. Uh, you can check your local listings for the, t- the channel time. I'd like to thank my audience more than anything else. Uh, we've been spiking on our audience attendance, I believe, uh, throughout the U.S. and the international audience. So we had our best uh, listening audience uh, numbers just last month. So if you want to join our show, I believe you can call us at 866-472-5788 or contact me today, tomorrow's technology at gmail.com. I believe the key to our success and the reason we're growing is we're bringing technology subjects, innovation subjects, uh, try to strip down the engineering and science and the theory behind those topics so that our listening audience, the non-techies, can really understand the techies. And today I am privileged uh, to be visiting and having Sarah Castillo uh, Benitez to be our guest today. We're going to be talking about the subject is medical technology and innovation. For the last two weeks, we've had uh, uh, two key programs. The last two weeks on 6-11-19, we had uh, Encore Technology Innovations, How Cool Is It?, where we talked about the uh, neurochromatic lenses and how they can help your vision. Uh, just last week, or the week previous, on uh, six, uh, June 4th, uh, 2019, we had part two, Technology Innovation, the Pneumobag Kit, where I had the opportunity to interview Dr. Robert Felton, uh, the uh, president and CEO of uh, uh, Pneumotech. And uh, if you need to know more about uh, the wound care product Pneumobag Kit, uh, please listen to those shows. Today, I have the privilege to be interviewing, uh, of course, uh, Miss Sarah. Cristina Castillo Benitez. We're going to call it short. It loves that Latin name, but we're going to call her Sarah. And uh, Sarah is a registered nurse. She's a key international consultant for the Pneumokit product for the Avanti Technologies. So a little disclaimer here, Avanti Technologies. I've known Sarah here for probably over four years working for Pneumotech and Avanti Technologies and been working on the Pneumobag. And the reason it's interesting because we we just did a show on the pneumobag and the importance of uh, closing chronic severe wounds and and how that product does it. And it's THOT, uh, the treatment, uh, topical hyperbaric oxygen treatment. And it's important because there was an article that was just released um, by um, the Department of Medicine, Dermatology, UCLA School of Medicine, Los Angeles. It was released on 5 June. 
Uh, one of the authors, of course, is uh, Mrs. Uh, Miss Sarah C- Christina Castillo Benitez, Rosa Adelaide Duran, uh, Pilar Ruiz, uh, Dr. Heng, and of course, uh, there's Dr. Tennis v- Vandeler Land, who uh, who helped write the article. But the importance of the article and the subject of the art- article and the title of the article, a disruptive treatment to prevent amputation and enhance limb salvage in an elderly patient. Uh, We call this uh, particular topic Case 95. Uh, Sarah had the opportunity uh, to consult and work with uh, uh, Rosa uh, to uh, treat uh, an elderly woman who was 95 years old and was on the verge of getting one of her, I believe, the left leg amputated because of of severe and chronic wound that she had. And we're at the last stage, stage four. So I'd like to talk to Sarah about the case. Uh, But before we do that, I want to welcome you to the show, Sarah. Welcome to T3. Thank you, Jose. Thank you for inviting me. And we're going to talk a little bit of English, a little bit of Spanish. I know uh, uh, the reason why I have her doing that is that uh, her next trip is to uh, Mexico. We're going to be treating, uh, hopefully, uh, a lot of the patients in Mexico City. And so uh, Sarah is preparing her group of nurses to do that. But let's talk about Sarah. Sarah, where are you from? Where did you get your uh, nursing degree? Okay, first of all, my name is Sarah. So uh, I'm from Colombia. So I studied nursing at um, a very important university in Colombia. So the name is University of Antioquia. Antioquia is like my state. So when I was born, basically I decided to study nurse because I, uh, all my life I like to help people, to see people in, in a good lifestyle. So helping people is one of my uh, passions. That's why I decided to study nursing. So uh, when I was in high school, I was thinking about to study medicine. But um, after that, uh, with him um, talking to my dad, so we decided to study nursing because nursing is one. Uh, so it, it's a career that allows you to be uh, close to the patient and help the people need. That's perfect. And then when did you get into wound care? Since I uh, since I started being a nurse, so I uh, I had many patients with the wounds. So I discovered that I like that. You like treating. <laughs> I, patients I like treating the wounds, okay. and I started to helping patients, different patients. I I remained my first patient with a big ulcer, and it it was a chronic ulcer. So I I treated him and so everything was successful. So right. that was my first time with, with wounds and since since then. So I I like it that topic and so I know that you've been working with Avanti Technologies as a consultant international nurse for the pneumovac kit. You've traveled pretty much around the, uh, the world and, uh, and have provided consultant uh, and training to various nurses. Talk a little bit about your nursing group that you're really getting ready to uh, deploy out to uh, Mexico a little bit because they have a variety of backgrounds as well. Okay. <clears throat> yes. And now I'm leading a, a team Avanti team. So we are three nurses, so two from Puerto Rico and me from Colombia. 
So we all speak Spanish because we are thinking to go to Mexico and Mexico this is Spanish speaking. Yeah. Main language is Spanish. Main yes. language is Spanish. Yes. So I'm working with uh, with them and, and I very I'm very excited to go to Mexico with them and so one of them is uh, Rosa which is a younger nurse she's a registered nurse from Puerto Rico and she was uh, with me in California treating the patient the patient of the case study you mentioned before and the other nurse is uh, our um, professor <laughs> Yes, senior nurse, professional yeah, trainer. Yeah, professional trainer, and now she's doing training in Puerto Rico. So she's going to come with us. Okay, well. so let's talk about case 95. You're getting ready to treat an elderly lady. Um, uh, she has a severe chronic wound on her left leg. Uh, they're talking about amputation. Uh, tell me a little bit about the wound itself and the difficulty of treating that wound. Okay, so Jose, this case um, report describes a 95 years old Caucasian female who presented with a stage four chronic necrotic ulcer on her lower left leg. So the surgical pathology demonstrated that the that the patient has a calcifying vasculopathy, which is a, a very complicated disease because um, it, it so is. Um, so it's basically so, the, responsible for the deficient blood supply to the leg. Correct. Okay, so after a traditional wound therapies were unsuccessful for her, so she was considered for the leg amputation. So the introduction of a adjunctive treatment with topical hyperbaric oxygen therapy, so complete healing of the wound within 15 weeks. Wow, wow. So let's talk about this uh, THOT uh, adjunct treatment that uh, really was provided to, by the Pneumobag kit. Uh, let's talk about the Pneumobag so that people understand what it is. So what is the Pneumobag? The Pneumobag is basically a bag with polyethylene bag. Okay. So uh, it's a, um, a very simple treatment actually in... So the role of the oxygen is indispensable in the tissue repair, has precipitated investigation, oxygen as a wound care intervention. Right. And so when you you provide this uh, polyethylene membrane and you put it on the patient and then you you, you strap down the patient, you take the patient down uh, th- uh, with the tape to the, the bag tape to the patient, you provide uh, 100% oxygen. Uh, so I want the audience to picture this. Uh, you fill up the ki- uh, the uh, the kit, the polyethylene membrane, uh, and so that it is uh, uh, rigid, and you have uh, you have uh, the fifteen hundred uh, per minute uh, yeah, cycle of exactly. oxygen, right? Is that as the name said? Is basically topical hyperbody oxygen therapy. Right. With oxygen pressure, so the pressure is delivered to a little bit uh, a little bit high uh, over the Atmosphere, yeah. So is the oxygen and the treatment um, the patient received is a oxygen topical oxygen for four hours per day uh, for four consecutive days per week. Okay. So in between those days, so the patient has to rest for three days. Okay. 
and that's it. So the treatment is pretty basic. Basic is. So once you put on the kit, you t- uh, uh, start the oxygen treatment. Uh, it's four consecutive days for four hours, and then three exactly. days to rest. And, and why do all treatment was clinically managing in the patient's home? Right. And what do you? Uh, so let's talk about a day in the life of that case. In other words, you went there, you're getting ready to treat the patient. What are some of the steps you take to prep the patient to uh, put her in the kit? And then what are the steps you do after the treatment? So the beginning of the treatment, so I saw the patient like a goal or like challenge for me because it was the first time with Numobag and was the first time with the bag. So that was actually a challenge for me, but the patient was so um, impressive me, really. All right. She was a great patient. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was a great person. <laughs> and she took the treatment every day. So Mabel and I was in California living, so treating the patient every day. So we basically made um, dressing changes every day for the patient and put the four-hour treatment for okay. four days in a week. But the healing now, was impressive. Okay. So by the time, so we saw the, the wound, so um, improving mm-hmm. a lot. So that made me happy and the patient's family and, and also the patient. Right, right. So improving so, her lifestyle so and everything. Let me back up a little bit. So she's got a very chronic wound. Exactly. It's very severe. You've already stated it was complicated because of a lack of oxygen and blood uh, that she was receiving in the wound in that part of the leg. And uh, the purpose of the pneumo bag is, of course, to uh, mop off the free radicals so that you can increase the oxygen and blood intake. Exactly. And increase the So give the oxygen to the tissue uh-huh. in order the tissue repair by itself. Correct. Like uh, angiogenesis. Angiogenesis is the creation, so growing the new vessels. New vessels. Yeah, okay. so promote the, the blood supply in the tissue. That's why the scar tissue and the necrotic tissue so is disappeared. Right, right. At all. So uh, as you were treating the patients from the first day, there was a lot of... Uh, uh, I'm going to call it liquid or... or um, Exodate. Yeah, exodus. Yeah, so the the wound has a really bad aspect uh, at the beginning, so has a lot of exudate, so which is like a secretion from the wound. Uh-huh. And also uh, the wound has an infection problem. Infection, yeah. right. Uh, that's why the oxygen um, has a very important role in... Right. In the in the healing of the wound, okay. because promote the antimicrobial uh, effect. Oh, okay. Exactly, and it uh, promote the healing of the tissue. Okay. Because the oxygen is an, an important part of the tissue. Okay. So does it promote the healing and and growing new cells and. Right. So it took 15 weeks to do that, a little bit over three months and three weeks or, or so, and you saw constant improvement. How did the patient react did she, as she saw the improvement? Wow. She was, huh? I, 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 I can, I, I, so I was so happy. I just remember I was so happy because she was so happy yeah. and also her family, her husband, because she's 95 years old. 
Right. Yeah, and so she can walk. She started walking, doing things. So she's so active. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she impressed me all the time. It's hard to keep her in the bed. Yeah, and when she yeah. saw the the difference in 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 his leg, in her leg. So she was so happy, and she started to doing things that they because she was in bed, in in looking at her wound, and so. Right. You know, the, um, the, the prognosis wasn't very good yeah, until the you got there. Yeah, the prognosis yeah. in, in, that, in that's not at all. So the patient was so, so sad about the, her yeah. situation because yeah. she's an active patient. But when she saw two great young nurses come <laughs> to her rescue, more anything else, uh, and in the yeah, first no, treatment when you saw the secretion. She was always grateful and also her family is uh-huh. very grateful so they always send me messages like, Sarah, thank you. You're an angel from my mom. <laughs> okay, good. So uh, the cur- case turned out great. Uh, we've got about a minute left. Uh, if you want to read a little bit more about the case, uh, as I said earlier, it was, uh, it was published in, uh, by the Department of Medicine, Dermatology, UCLA School of Medicine, Los Angeles. Uh, the title of the case is a Disruptive Treatment to Prevent Amputation and Enhance Limb salvage in an elderly patient Sarah uh, Christina Castillo Benitez Rosa Adelaide Duran Pilar Matos Ruiz uh, Dr. Madeline uh, C.Y. Yang and of course Thomas L. Vanderlingen were the co-writers for the article it talks about uh, the beginning all the technical scientific aspects of why the wound was cured Uh, that's what uh, and Sarah outlined those uh, rationales here and that was uh, because of the aggressive adjunct treatment of the pneumobag is that uh, exactly. you want to say anything else there Sarah no and also the case so described step by step so the healing of the wound and so we have m- many pictures about the case about the wound and that's really impressive that's okay. really impressive so and that, if you need a copy of this, please uh, go to or, or, uh, or uh, send me an email at todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com or call the station 866-472-5788 or uh, and we can, uh, uh, you can get uh, Sarah Castillo at avantitech.net on her email. We'd be glad to answer any questions for you. Uh, the pneumobag kit is uh, polyethylene. It's about uh, 84 by 42. It's it's not. Uh, it's a clean uh, about a thousand certification. Uh, it comes complete with its tubing. It's about 1.7 pounds, and it's a pretty quick uh, installation, as it's, we found out. Exactly, Jose. So pneumobag is. Okay. Well, let's uh, hold that thought, and then we'll go to our first commercial break. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. 
Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to today tomorrow's technologies to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to today tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com now back to our show Welcome back, folks. Let's continue our program, T3. Our subject today is medical technology and innovation. My guest today is Ms. Sarah Cristina Castillo Benitez. Uh, Sarah, for short, uh, during this uh, time frame on T3, uh, Sarah is a registered uh, wound care nurse. She's a key international consultant for the Pneumobag Kit and working for Avanti Technologies. Uh, our d- discussion today is about uh, closing severe wound uh, cases, uh, chronic wound care. A lot of times uh, people get into stage four. Uh, the case we're talking about is case 95, an elderly lady uh, that lived in California, uh, had a cr- chronic severe wound, uh, was eligible for amputation, and uh, the process was to uh, provide her an adjunctive treatment with uh, THOT uh, that is provided uh, through the pneumo bag. The pneumo bag, uh, as Sarah explained earlier, is a polyethylene uh, bag. Uh, The patient is is entered into the kit. It's tied down or uh, strapped to the kit, and we've got 100% of oxygen, uh, about 1,500 liters per minute, and the patient's treated. So, Sarah, as you worked with the patient, uh, you know, during those four hours is a long time, but what did you do and what do other patients do when they're treated? So usually patient, um, so that, that's the, the, the good thing about pneumobag because uh, while the patient is inside the bag, so the patient can do uh, whatever the patient uh, uh, can. So for example, this patient is 95 years old, but she uh, likes to read books and also we play games okay. with her <laughs> during the treatment because the treatment is... It's nothing complicated, so just the patient receiving the oxygen and the bag is placing and uh, placing and tape as the, the level the level of the, of the chest. Okay. So the patient um, can do um, any activity that 
Okay. And the Numa bag is an FDA uh, approved class two medical device? Yeah, it is important to say that the Numa bag is the FDA approved class three medical device. Okay. Especially designing clinically tested system used for the most challenging wounds and injuries. And I'm reading uh, one of the Pneumotech uh, uh, handouts. It says increases uh, uh, formation of new blood vessels or angiogenesis. I think we've covered that. Improves uh, patient morale, which you uh, uh, so gallantly uh, described that uh, uh, it was uh, effective and, and provided healing, faster yeah, healing, because they were in a process so of So basically, the summary is a pneumobag or the oxygen, topical oxygen on the tissue, so basically improves the um, increase the formation of new blood vessels, or uh, as I said before, angiogenesis, improves uh, patient morale due to a more uh, effective and faster healing, and reduces hospital costs, costs in home health call uh, because I, as I said before, so the patient can receive the treatment okay. uh, in 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 the house. So tell me uh, a few more benefits of the pneumo bag, uh, so that uh, we can talk about the pneumo bag and the benefits of the pneumo bag. I mean, so the most important benefits of pneumo bag kit is uh, that it's small and portable. So the pneumo bag can be used in acute, subacute, skilled nursing facility, and also home care. Uh, nursing staff, so since the patient can be treated on his or her own bed, uh, there is a little need to move patients, and thus yeah. there is a reduced burden on nurses' resources, time, and Okay, so costs. how many how many patients would an average nurse be able to treat? So due the to the normal bag is just a bag, and the patient can lie down or something. Uh, so uh, multiple patients can be treated and the, okay. at the same time, just with uh, one nurse. So uh, I think one nurse can be can treat uh, like 10 patients okay, at the same time. So that's the cost value, cost effectiveness of it's, using the treatment. And uh, one, I heard uh, recently that one of the competitors, uh, of course, uh, uh, is the vac, and the vac treats one wound per one vac, yeah. where the pneumobac can treat the entire body so or several actually wounds? So the, actually, the vac is a different system. It's uh-huh. is used to treat um, the wounds, but in a different way. Okay. So it's not using the oxygen. It's just like, like a vacuum, like uh-huh. a vacuum to absorb the secretion, the exudate. Right. And uh, that's basically the... the, the um, the VAC um, system. Okay. But, uh, so we are looking for the same goals. Same results? Yes. Same results, yes. Okay. So that's why a pneumobag is cost-effective uh, because, as I said, there is no nursing time in antibiotics, debridement, so like uh, medical treatments, okay. uh, dressing changes, um for example, pneumobag has a, a very important property, like it's no cross-contamination, which oh, is the contamination critical. between patients, yeah. between one patient to another, uh, because one of the uh, of the most important things about pneumobag is pneumobag is disposable. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so you no can cross treat the patient with no cross-contamination because you don't have to use the same uh, device for okay. another patient. Okay, great, great. So that is good. Um, another important thing is reduce the scar tissue formation at the end of the treatment. So it's very clinically effective, improve the patient's psychosocial attitude and the biological, the, the biological other, yeah, warfare. The, Okay, so I understand that it uh, from a biological warfare, it's uh, you can do kind of an isolation treatment exactly. with the kit. Is that what you're telling me? Okay, uh, so as we go on uh, in that particular case, in the case, of course, uh, there's an article that just came out from the journal Cosmetic uh, Der- Dermatology Science and Application uh, 2019 9129- one five four for those of you who would like to get a copy of that. The uh, title is a disrupted treatment to prevent amputation and enhance limb salvage in an elderly patient. So, what what surprised you the most? You've been doing wound care all over the globe here, and now you go to California. You treat a an elderly lady, ninety five years old, chronic wound care. You use the pneumo bag. Um, you wanted to use a, a adjunct therapy that what surprised you the most? So um, the thing that surprised me the most is is uh, the product, the product because now I believe in my product. Now yeah. I know it works. Yeah. It works very good. So just to see the patient and know that she's doing activities, she's walking to blocks every day. Wow. So that's made me happy as a nurse. And as a, so I'm believing my product. And I know so the oxygen therapy is really good for patients and really good for wounds. So okay. I am, I think many people in the United States are suffering uh, about wounds and it's a very high percent of people So with that diagnosis. So they can take advantage of the wound kit. Exactly. In fact, in the previous... That's why the clinical case, so we do, because we need a Medicare, so I take all our product right. to help patients. Right. In fact, in the previous segment, in the previous show, the American Heroes Network uh, with Gary Ray, if you listen to that today, they had the uh, Son of the Flag's uh, sponsor, Ryan, and he was talking about, uh, we really don't know a lot about wound care and the use of oxygen, and here we are using oxygen exactly. with a THOT treatment so that uh, we can treat the wound. So this is something that we need to pair both groups so they have an understanding of how you treated that patient and how we can help other people with severe Exactly. Because as a nurse, so I, I have a lot of experience with patients in hospitals and see many people suffering for years. Mm-hmm. So just with a chronic wound. Right, right. Yeah, because remember that chronic wound is a wound that they can heal. So by the time, so the the wound is is persistent. Yeah, but with that product, so we can we can cure the patient in fifteen weeks. So just on a severe chronic wound that was getting ready to amputate stage four. Just compare that with two, three years of. 
For folks, uh, as we continue to talk, I just want to uh, remind everybody that you can listen to uh, uh, past work. And in fact, I had an opportunity to interview Dr. Felton, uh, uh, one of the creators and inventors of the Numo bag. Uh, It it aired on June 4th, 2019, Part 2, Technology and Innovation, Numo bag kit. So go to Voice America. Dot com, the Variety Channel. Look up uh, T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. And as I said, uh, the date was uh, June 4th, 2019. Look up Part 2, Technology Innovation Pneumobag Kit. Uh, there you'll hear Dr. Felton describe in detail a little bit more about the uh, the Pneumobag, uh, the opportunity uh, that the Pneumobag Kit represents. Of course, I'm here today talking to Miss Sarah uh, Castillo. Uh, she is a registered nurse, uh, a key international consultant for the Pneumobag Kit. We've talked a little bit about her team. We've talked about uh, Case 95. We've talked a little bit about a product, her education in Columbia and her activities in wound care. Uh, Sarah, as we continue through the process, uh, this product seems to work and some of the doubters need to at least try it, right? Yes, I completely believe in the product and I know the it's results in the the the, the, the treatment works. That's why we we made it the article and um makes me very happy with my team because now we have a good article so showing what's the what's the the, the results and what's the product uh, in the article how goes, the product works right and uh, and the article goes from uh, the first week all the way to uh, really the the last week of the treatment. Uh, uh, so it was uh, week 14, week 15. So, and then it t- talks about, uh, you know, three weeks after, six weeks after, uh, there was a lot of healing taking place. And one of the things you just mentioned is no scarring. That's pretty unusual, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty unusual. And even when the wound is complicated, Complicated. Yeah, it, uh, compromised, complicated. Yeah, exactly. And no oxygen and uh, yeah. Prob- so we expect that the that infected that the patient is gonna have uh, some scar. Mm-hmm. But now because of the oxygen is promoting a new tissue, it's like a remodeling everything. Yeah, remodeling the uh, remodeling, skin. Yeah. <laughs> the skin. <laughs> All right, and now Sarah's primary uh, a Spanish speaker. She's mm-hmm. taking this team to Mexico. Is there anything in Spanish you want to say to your Spanish audience? No. No. Solo que eh, muchas gracias por invitarme al programa. Muchas gracias por invitarme al programa. Muchas gracias por dejarme hablar de mi producto. Completamente creo en Numovag y en sus aplicaciones y en todas sus eh, características, buenas características. Entonces, solo quería venir a hablarles de él, a contarles para que conozcan un poco de esta nueva tecnología. Perfect. Tan fácil de usar. Perfect, perfect. So let's talk about one other thing. Uh, when you first heard about Numabag and you've you applied it to Case 95, and you're uh, a believer that the oxygen treatment works, because a lot of times the hyperbaric chambers uh, they go and treat, and of course you need a doctor, you need a nurse. It's uh, you have one man hyperbaric chambers, or you have uh, two man hyperbaric chambers or larger. Uh, sometimes the uh, atmospheric pressure is too high. I it's think too Dr. High. Uh, 
hang will say, hey, you got to get it just a little bit by 0.4 to 0.6, a little bit lower than that. Uh, 0.3, 0.4 is probably the best place to have the actual angiogenesis taking place. Exactly. And the and the kit itself works pretty easily. You described it. Uh, can you describe the application again one more time for our audience? It's basically to place the patient inside a bag and tape the bag uh, at the level of the nipples. Like, yeah, chest. Uh, we tape and put the, the flow rate oxygen 15 milliliters per in, per minute. Yes, per minute. And that's it. That's it. That's it. And wait so the kid has everything. So we need like the tubing, the connector, the, the, tape. the bag, the tape. Okay. So just play the patient inside the bag and... And how long is the patient in the bag and how long is the treatment? Yeah, the treatment, so as I said before, is for four hours per day during a four consecutive days consecutive per week. Days. Okay, yeah. four consecutive. Okay, and we talked a little bit about uh, the ease of using the pneumobag kit because the patient can uh, either lay down, sit down, sit down. Uh, watch TV, read a book, or as you're in your particular case, you played uh, a few games uh, with the, uh, with Case 95. I know she's happy. I did not know that she was currently walking around. I know she was better, but yeah. walking around the block is okay, pretty two blocks exciting. Per day. Two blocks. Okay, well, that's very interesting. And uh, as we go forward, you talked about the uh, the importance of the pneumobag kit and the uh, and relevance. Uh, uh, my understanding, can we talk a little bit about uh, uh, the pneumokit uh, um uh, exceptions. I mean, uh, you know, the hyperbaric chamber may have certain contraindications, maybe have certain precautions. How about the pneumobag? Um. Actually, pneumobag doesn't have a, any contraindications. So just, okay. So it's not a it's so it's not, it's not a proof that so pneumobag can't be used with a, in a specific right. patient. So that is a good thing about pneumobag because uh, the you can the treat conventional treatment with hyperbaric oxygen chamber so it can be um, um, toxicity. Yeah. Uh, it's so make it puede, puede, puede provocar toxicidad por altos okay. niveles de oxígeno. Right. You can take uh, a translation here is uh, that you can have oxygen toxicity and uh, therefore there's no uh, contraindications. And yeah, no because of the high concentration of the, okay. of the oxygen. Okay. So with Nomovac, that is not possible because the, the pressure is so low and the oxygen is just uh, the tissue rich the oxygen. So the patient is not breathing the oxygen. Okay. All right. And as we begin to summarize, uh, what would you say the product itself is? So the product is reliable uh, because uh, the application and the treatment does, has been proven. Okay. So uh, it was clinically tested over 25 years of studies and result-oriented um, Wound care product and the patient satisfaction. Okay. So, and uh, the result-oriented uh, wound care product means that it is driving towards closure of the chronic wound. Exactly. Okay. And that's the benefit. I'm still uh, amazed of Thank the risk. Thank you for clarifying. No, no, no. This is all good. Uh, we've got a couple, uh, one more minute left. I'd like to... Uh, 
discuss uh, the article a little bit further. As we come back for our third segment, uh, we will talk about other medical technologies. I'm here with my guest, uh, Sarah Castillo. Uh, she's a registered international nurse uh, consulting for the Numobag Kit with Avanti Technologies. We were just talking about Case 95 an elderly lady that was uh, in uh, had the application of pneumobag treatment, THOT, and we had a large article, scientific research publication. The title of the, of the particular subject is A Disruptive Treatment to Prevent Amputation and Enhance Limb Salvage in an Elderly Patient. Sarah, of course, is one of the key um, authors of that, and it was uh, published on the 5 June Department of Medicine, Dermatology, UCLA Medical School. So with that, uh, we're going to take our second break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about other medical technologies. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, folks. This is your host, Jose Negron, on voiceamerica.com on the Variety Channel. Uh, with the lead technology show, T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. I am happy to say that our show today is Medical Technology and Innovation. We've been talking to my guest, uh, Ms. Sarah Cristina Castillo Benitez, a registered nurse and key international consultant for the Pneumobag, working for Avanti Technologies. And I just want to say, uh, for those of you who are interested in learning a little bit more about the Pneumobag, we did do an interview with uh, Dr. 
Dr. Felton. You can go up to Voice America, the Variety Channel, look up T3. And on June 4th, uh, 19, Part 2, Technology Innovation, and we'll back it. You can hear the entire interview. You can also, uh, if you're interested in hearing uh, Sarah uh, discuss the kit in Case 95, we've been talking about the article and the treatment of Case 95, an elderly lady at 95 years old who uh, had a chronic severe wound on the left leg and, uh, to be honest, has been cured and is now walking around uh, for two blocks, I believe, walking two blocks around the house. So that is fantastic news. Now I'd like to change uh, a little bit or shift topics a little bit. Let's talk about technology, medical technology, medical innovation. Why is it important? And what do we need to know about that? And I, I've been reading several articles, and and it's we've already had shows on technology and innovation, why it's important. Uh, but it's uh, the importance of medical innovation is to, of course, continue improving uh, the medicine, uh, improve, and then, of course, you improve living a little bit longer, healthier, uh, like more productive. Style more productive life, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's really the critical part of medical innova- innovation. We've been talking about the pneumobag kit uh, that is uh, very helpful in closing uh, severe wounds or chronic wounds without any scarring, without any, uh, uh, what is it, uh, contraindications or precautions, which is uh, uh, pretty interesting and it's self-contained, as Sarah just mentioned. Uh, let's talk about medical technologies, uh, top 10 for 20 2019. Uh, right now, with all the Fitbits that everybody's using and health wearables out there, uh, precision medicine, uh, medicine that has been uh, orchestrated for that individual is continuing to grow. Artificial organs is, is coming along. 3D printing, uh, the wireless brain sensors so that uh, they can monitor what you're thinking about. Robotic surgery is on its way. And then more important, long distance, uh, what I call Telemedicine. Yeah, telemedicine is coming. Have you been a part of the telemedicine process there, Sarah? Yeah, I, I had an opportunity in Colombia. So we work in a, in a like countryside. So okay, yeah, a lot of rural. From the city, yes. And we have telemedicine for people who live in, in the mountains and Right, right. A, uh, I had the opportunity to, to attend the VA Summit uh, May 4th, I think, through the 6th this past May. And they were talking about uh, the, their outreach program through uh, uh, telemedicine to really hit the, the rural area. That, in fact, that's one of the things the pneumobac kit is so important because mostly the hyperbaric chambers are in the hospitals and people have to come out and come, you know, drive to the hospitals where the pneumobag can be administered at the home. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. So and that, the minimal training is necessary to use Nomobag. Right. So okay. the person can be trained like very easily and administer the therapy. Well, that's perfect. And that's important as we move along. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at uh, top five medical technology innovations, and everybody has a list. Uh, this, is, uh, uh, this is a list that has uh, uh, medical device uh, innovation consortium put together, and they were talking about the, uh, the engineering behind brain research, uh, bioengineering, and there's more uh, information about that uh, coming out and the importance of that. But uh, uh, ba- basically, uh, they're trying to improve the uh, melanoma 
uh, biopsies and improve the diagnostics of melanoma. They have a treatment called Melafine Optical. It's a scanner using uh, missile technology, navigation technology, uh, because they're trying to improve uh, not only the diagnosis, but also the treatment. Exactly. Okay. And so uh, there's one that surprised me was the electronic aspirin uh, that surprised (laughs) me. Uh, This is to help people with with, uh, migraine. Migraine headaches, and uh, of course, we talked about the uh, uh, the new chroma lens. Uh, it was aired on June eleventh. It's called Encore Technology Innovation. How cool is it? So I would uh, let you tune into that podcast on T three, uh, and and take a look at what Brad Chase said about uh, new chroma lens because uh, it's a it's a another therapy that could uh, reduce your migraines. And then of course. Uh, uh, needle-free diabetic care. The critical part of diabetes is the insulin and taking those shots at a regular t- uh, uh, way. They're talking about needle-free diabetics. It's been one of those constant problems. It's uh, it's a large industry, and uh, the therapeutic work is being done, of course, by um, in Philadelphia. Another one is the robotic checkup was it's part of this telemedicine and uh, not having a doctor or too many too few doctors too in the doctors, right yeah. in the right places another value is a uh, uh, valve job in the heart and it's checking your heart and uh, and addressing so from a, a device innovation perspective there are five topics that we're looking at uh, for 2019 uh, but in healthcare uh, let's talk about healthcare because a lot of folks are moving towards the electronic medical record. Uh, it is uh, something that has been done. I mean, I'm looking at the medical records that, uh, you know, from a uh, from a pneumobag perspective, uh, there's a lot of paperwork involved. Uh, pictures, the treatment record, uh, uh, the constant vigilance, the, uh, the graphics that are involved in that. Uh, we're all moving towards more of a electronic medical record. Uh, have you participated in that and you've seen that change? Yeah, no, I, I had a, the opportunity to work with both systems in okay. Colombia. Oh, okay. so, uh, with, uh, one with paper and one with, with electronic? Uh, yes, and the electronic. So I, I leave the transition between those systems. <laughs> and so you were in the transition world between the old way of doing business and exactly. the new way of doing business. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, what? I guess there's pros and cons for both, but uh, the benefits of the electronic medical records, the ability to have that record sent to the doctor uh, more quickly and have a, a more comprehensive yeah, no, history actually, of your health? Actually, yeah, it has a very, many, many, many um, advantages about okay. that. So comprehensive, everything is organized, so everything is saved, so the information is completely safe. Okay. Uh, because, you know, it's the, it's the information about the patient, is the mm-hmm. medical history, so it's a, a very important information. So everything is safe, and I think that this is the most important thing the yeah. organization, so you have everything in the same place, so you never uh, lose, for example, a paper, which is important, for mm-hmm. example, one prescription, yeah. or you're misunderstood because of the uh, letter. Handwriting. Okay, the handwriting. Cause exactly. Because the doctor handwritings were horrible. I can't even <laughs> read it. But uh, the, that way. No, that important. was one of the most important problems about the papers. Because okay. Because nurses couldn't sometimes couldn't understand the writing and 
there was a problem because if you misunderstood or uh, interpret uh, interpreted yeah. uh-huh. the order, if the you interpret the order yeah. and uh, misread uh, it, it can be dangerous. It can be, it is it's dangerous. life. Yeah. You're yeah, yeah. Another key element uh, that is evolving is uh, the blockchain system, which is the security of the patient's record. And it's, you know, blockchain is known in the financial world. It's uh, using cryptology uh, so that uh, everything's protected. Only the persons who need to open uh, that particular record can open the record, and therefore your information is protected. So blockchain use in the uh, electronic uh, management system is uh, uh, is really increasing and will continue to increase, and I think uh, that will be good because there's a lot of private information when you use your medical record, and digital information, as you well know, gets hacked, so blockchain technology being used that way will be very uh, uh, important. We already talked about uh, medical devices and uh, telemedicine. That is something that is going to continue to grow. I know that uh, from a VA perspective, uh, trying to treat all the veterans, uh, the folks in the rural area uh, are being treated. The ability to have access to uh, local hospitals or, or clinics are important throughout the United States, whether he's a veteran or not. And of course, uh, reduce the cost because it's the cost that, uh, and uh, so that's also important. Uh, one of the things I started uh, smiling because uh, this is a uh, health care trends uh, for uh, 2019 it was uh, it was developed uh, uh, you know as a combination to uh, to determine what do we need to do to improve health care and where is the health care vector going and one of the things they said number four as an improvement is uh, smartphone use in classrooms so the teaching of the nurses the doctors uh, the medical staff uh, through the smartphone and the ability to use the smartphone is also critical so that's uh, something that is interesting uh, have you I know you keep records on your smartphone at times and yeah. I know I do too so uh, you do you see the benefits there yeah no obviously the, a lot of benefits the only question I had is the uh, because we have uh, microbials in, in in the hospitals and nursing facilities and uh, so that means you know that smartphone is gonna have to be um, uh, sanitize is the best way I can tell you. That's the only thing I didn't like about that particular process. But that's the same thing with you know washing your hands, going in to see a uh, a patient, so it doesn't transmit uh, the uh, the microbials. Uh, then yeah, so the, there's always a way to manage some some problem because okay. you know in the hospitals we have many many problems that we have to okay. to deal with that. All right. And so, then, so that's, so what that's why the procedures and everything you have to do it in a so, hospital. Okay, the standard ops procedures of uh, keeping the, those uh, cell phones clean. The breakdown of silos, they said, because of the cell phones, or yet or bet, better, the the breakdown of the, the I'm going to call it autocrats, because sometimes I feel medicine stays within a, 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 a tunnel or a silo, and they don't do cross-communication. I've always felt like cross-communication between the medical fields or science is really really the way to go because not one person can know everything and the combination of that knowledge is important what do you think so <laughs> it's a lot isn't it it's lot. well uh, it's like your team well you have uh, pilar mabel and yourself uh, i think that cross can uh Cross communication that uh, the help diagnose the patient or future treatment it, it, it improves 
Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. With all sorts of, um, and now I'm thinking to to create or to make something to to do uh, the work with Numobag easily. Exactly. Yeah, so the electronic, uh, for example, Record. electronic records or yeah. to yeah. follow the patient up because okay. we need to follow the patients. And the last one I'll just bring up is, of course, everybody talks about artificial intelligence. That's the ability to treat a patient and then, of course, for uh, the patient to be diagnosed and it improves. It's kind of self-learning and you move on from there. So those are the current medical trends. Uh, folks, uh, uh, we've got about a minute left. I'd just like to thank uh, Sarah uh, Castillo for joining me today we're talking about medical technology and innovation we've talked about case 95 we've reviewed uh, a article that was published on that case 95 by the department of medicine and dermatology ucla uh, ucla school of medicine los angeles the topic was a disrupted treatment to prevent amputation and enhance limb salvage in an elderly patient. Sarah uh, was one of the many authors with Dr. Hang. And so I'd just like to thank Sarah for today. And please uh, stay tuned for our next technology show next week. Sarah, thank you. Thank you so much, Jose, for inviting me today. All right, folks, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. We hope you'll join your host, Jose Negron, for another exciting program next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.